0: After three and a half weeks, I actually asked her to marry me.
1: It was when we had kids that everything got a little bit harder. And then, you know, we had four kids in eight years. Our
0: focus starts being directed in in different places and and maybe a little bit away from our spouse.
1: And I'm like, okay, you're craving to be intimate all the time. I need you to step up in this role so that I can be present in this other role.
0: And I, I can honestly say that if we didn't have what we had, you know, there's a good chance we could have been divorced. As Christians, a lot of times we aren't taught a lot other than up until you're married, don't do it, don't do it. And then when you're married, do it.
1: And do it a lot and you have to enjoy it.
0: I mean, my parents never talked to me about anything.
1: We both want the passion, the intimacy, the romance.
2: Dear young married couple, you're in a busy season of your life. You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really want to stay connected in your marriage.
3: And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you
2: i'm adam king
3: and i'm carissa king and we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in sacramento california we also work with couples all over the world through online counseling and our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that god has for them
2: so come and join us as we have a conversation We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple Podcast.
3: We're excited to introduce our guests to you today, but before we do, we wanted to give a shout out to TJ, who left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. TJ said, thank you for this invaluable podcast. We've learned so much about ourselves and the marriage and each other. Through these words of wisdom, I'm striving to be a better supportive spouse. Thank you so much for these amazing golden golden nuggets of wisdom.
2: Thank you so much, TJ. Our guests today are Nick and Amy McKinley. Um, they are the creators of an awesome app that we'll get into. But today, they share their story of how um, they really started their intimate journey from about year 15. And um, and this was only a few years ago. And I think it's going to benefit a lot of you today.
3: Yeah, so they've been married for 18 years. The first 15 years, they had sex. They had, they had an intimate connection. And they
2: had a good friendship.
3: And they had a good friendship, yeah. They had four kids. Um, but they, their sex life experienced a huge overhaul, um, at about year 15 and they share that today in the podcast.
2: So listen up.
3: Welcome Nick and Amy. We're so thankful to have you on the podcast today.
2: Welcome guys.
3: Thank you. Thank
0: you so much for having us. We're so excited to be on.
3: Ah, Well, we are going to jump right into your story. Um, I know you have a rich story that a lot of people can relate with, and we only know bits and pieces, so we're excited to hear it as well. Um, but why don't you just start off by sharing a little bit about how you met and got married?
0: Well, uh, do you mind if I take over that part? Go for I'll, it. I'll take over the part of how we met, and I'll let her kind of share the the whole experience about the app. Cause she'll probably be a little bit more accurate. Um,
1: okay. but it is kind of a
0: crazy story how we met. So I was, uh, I was about 25 and, um, you know, we, we had a friend kind of say, Hey, you know, let's set you guys up on a blind date. And I had never oh, seen wow. Amy. So he said, Hey, I want to set you guys up on a blind date. I said, Hey, I'm, I'm not interested. So he tried to set <laughs> us up. I actually canceled the first time cause I had never seen her and Amy canceled the second time and I tried to cancel the third time because my experience with blind dates was awful and they wouldn't let me cancel. And so we ended up going out and we immediately hit it off. I mean, we just, I mean, it was awesome. And so, um, we spent about every, every waking moment together after that dating and, uh, after three and a half weeks, I actually asked her to marry me. So I, I knew that I, I, lived, I knew I couldn't live without her. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta have this girl forever. She's amazing. So, uh, so she's, she must've been real tired or something. Cause she said, yes, and, uh, here, here we are 17 years later. So,
1: you know, wow. people hear our story and think we're absolutely insane, but I just feel like, when you know it's right, you know it's right, and still mm. to this day I'm like we are absolutely soulmates.
2: Like,
1: yeah, oh, I love back. that. And no one our family or friends or anyone even questioned it. They could just like sense it between us. So that's that awesome. incredible. There we are, 18 years later. That's a big wow. deal
3: for yeah. family and friends to to see you guys dating for three and a half weeks and not even question the fact that you yeah. want to spend the rest of your life. What did your parents yeah. say,
2: like? after, after you said, so I asked this girl to, to marry me after three weeks, they're like, excuse me.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, but you know, I think, you know, they, they knew we were at a point, at least I was at a point in my life. I mean, I, you know, I dated enough and knew what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I can honestly say that, um, you know, after 17 years of being married, like I'm, I'm 18? 18 years, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I'm much more in love with her now. Um, than I was the day I married her. And I'm not, not taking away anything. I just, the more we grow older together and have experiences together, my, my love continues to increase for her. And it's pretty awesome. I don't know that a lot of couples can say that, you know.
2: Oh, really. mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about um, how you developed that love. So you guys got married after three or asked get engaged after three weeks maybe you dated for a while and then everything was perfect and you lived happily ever after after that right
1: (laughs) you know life was pretty awesome the first couple years we look at each other and we can't figure out how people have a hard first couple years of marriage i mean i guess we had we were pretty similar and had a lot of likes and we just hung Mm -hmm. out together all the time and had so much fun together we were best friends um it was when we had kids that everything got a little bit harder. <laughs> okay. And then Talk the trials that. come and life trials come and stress comes. And that's when things get hard.
2: Go into that a little bit because we've seen that happen with a lot of couples. Um, you were best friends. So that's an amazing place to start with a relationship. Um, so you had that dynamic between you two. You had fun, good times um before we go kind of into the like the problem what do you think that that is that that um helps you guys have such a great relationship and friendship like mm-hmm. how did you develop that because some some couples i have found don't necessarily have yeah. that to the extent that they want
3: like in those first couple of years yeah what was that cohesive friendship
0: i i think for me you know obviously your focus is 100 on each other um you don't have all the distractions whether you know it's kids or sometimes you know just life in general i mean mm-hmm. you just you're able to focus 100% on each other and then you start having kids and life starts growing and the the different you know experiences or or problems or different things start entering your life that maybe takes the focus away from the relationship and i don't i don't think anyone would say that they intentionally would do that but that's just you know, i think in life kind of general our focus starts being directed in in different different places, and and maybe a little bit away from our spouse. One one of the things we've done in our marriage too, and we made it a commitment is our relationship comes first, even before our kids. So when we tell our kids that that hey, we love you, but our our relationship's number one, and uh, you know we we really have to do things in our in our marriage to to show that as well, and show that our marriage is number one, and um, So, I mean, I think it's just something that you continuously have to make a priority and work on. Otherwise, it's really easy to slip away and all of a sudden be at a place in your marriage where you're wondering, how did we get here, you know?
2: Mm. Talk about that a little bit. When you said started slipping away, Um, obviously that didn't happen overnight. Um, Talk, kind of walk us through your story on this part.
1: Um, so our personal story, um, just like you said, it was, I think it was slowly and didn't really see it coming, but started having babies. Toddlers are really hard. Babies are hard. Um, Not really.
2: I actually have
1: middle. really amazing children, but I like, they're just like at that stage, you're putting yeah. all of your effort. And for women that are home with them all day at the time I was a stay at home mom. Um, I was exhausted by night. <laughs> yes. I was like, please, I just want to go to bed. You know, I gotta get up in the night if you've got babies, you're up yeah. all night. Anyways, your your health and just everything changes all of a sudden. And then, you know, we had four kids in eight years and they <laughs> kind of they kind of took over our life. And so we got to a point where it was never bad in our marriage. It was just our priorities had changed and I wanted to keep our marriage the top priority. And that's when we made the goal that we needed to stay best friends the kids are going to move out eventually we're top priority and we put a goal together to do a date night every single week and that that has changed our marriage it like has. we look forward to our Friday nights and our kids know that that is where we're going to be and they don't question it and now that our kids are turning to teenagers and get have lives, they know that where we're going to be on Friday nights and not to interrupt that. Like it's
2: so good. Amy, do you remember when it clicked for you? Like when it wasn't working for you, like when you were overloaded and had stuff going on, you're like, my husband right now is not my priority.
1: Um, yeah, I think it was, well, our story goes a little bit deeper. So, um, we're going to get personal here. So my husband was trying to do a business for years and years and years and it was a pretty massive business and it wasn't paying off and we got to a point I had a one-year-old at home our fourth child and I have a graphic design degree so I was like okay I'm going to start working and providing because I was supportive of what he was trying to do yeah. and I was like I'll take this on so we can buy some more time financially And it got so overwhelming to be raising four children running a business that took off. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how to manage all this stuff. Like I don't Mm -hmm. have the time for this. And I felt like our communication started to go downhill around that time because he was so preoccupied with what he was doing and stressed out because it wasn't paying off fast. Mm -hmm. And I was taking on role of mother and supporter and yet um, I think he ex- kind of expected me to still be that wife and have that passion and give him the time he needs. And I just felt like I was taking care of everything and I just got to a burnout point point. and I'm like, okay, you're craving to be intimate all the time, which is awesome because that's what a man needs when he's stressed out and he needs that appreciation and affection. And I understand that. And so I was always trying really hard to make that work in our marriage and give him what he needs also. I never wanted to cut that out of our marriage, but I got to a point where the communication, I'm like, I need you to step up in this role so that I can be present in this other role. And it's, that is the moment when I, and I had a couple other situations I can talk about in a minute that happened all at the same time, but that's the moment when our communication, I realized was not where it needed to be. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. You said there were some other situations. We kind of
3: want to hear what was all piling up at the same time that created this moment for you where you said something's
1: got to change. Yeah. And, and I I don't want to say that our marriage was bad at that moment. It was just, I've always had the impression going to marriage that it should be amazing. And if it's not amazing, let's make it amazing. Mm. Let's not just settle for, this is marriage, you know, Amen. this is kids, this is life, this is stress. Yeah. No, wow. I married my best friend. I should be looking forward to be into being intimate with him at any moment, going and hanging out and having date nights and being excited about him and having that romance and passion. That's what marriage is to me and that's what I signed up for. Mm. So it takes two people to get it there. Wow. So yes. this is kind of where we're at in our story personally. Um, okay. During that couple months where things were just trying to like starting to click in my mind, um, and I want to take our marriage to a different level. Um, I went to lunch with, um, a friend, actually three different friends within a couple months time. Mm-hmm. And one of them said their daughter had just got married. She was a newlywed, had been married a few weeks. And she went to her mom and was like, you know, her mom was kind of like, you know, how was your wedding night? You yeah. know, kind of <laughs> question. Her comment was, is this all there is? And- How sad is that? That's what you've looked forward to and waited for your wedding night and for for marriage. And it's just kind of that, okay, you obviously are missing something right, right off the bat, you know? And I think a lot of, especially Christian raised girls or women Mm -hmm. um, don't know a whole lot in the category of intimacy and, and sexual intimacy. And I mean, there's lots of levels of intimacy, Right. but they don't know a lot. And that made me really sad that she said that, yeah. um, yeah. fast forward to my next, um, lunch I had with a friend, she was talking about, you know, the stresses that they were going through. They were going some real financial stuff. And she's like, I know that you guys have been through so much the past years. How have you kept your marriage alive? And my comment was, we make love a lot. <laughs> and she looked at me. She looked at me disgusted and she's like, oh, that is such a chore. How can you find enjoyment in that still with all that you're going through? Oh, that broke my heart. Yeah, That broke my heart. I'm like, she's missing something too. Um, My next um, lunch meeting that I had within that amount of time was with a friend who had just expressed that her husband had gotten into pornography and she was devastated and wondered, what have I done? Where did the communi- communication in our marriage go? Why has our marriage gone to this point? And so I am sitting here thinking of all these things, all these problems that these, you know, sweet friends of mine are going through and realizing how do we help people? How do we help people? And that's where my mind started spinning and we decided to come up with our app.
0: <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, to kind of, you know, shared a little bit more. So, so in the meantime, Amy came home with a game one day and you know, we, as Christians, a lot of times, you know, we don't have, we we aren't taught a lot other than, Hey, you know, up until you're married, don't do it. Don't do it. And then when you're married, do don't it. Do it.
1: <laughs> and then do it a lot and you have to enjoy it, you know? Yeah.
0: So, So she came home with a game and at first I was a little bit offended. I'm like, Hey, is what we got not good enough, you know? And I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, this may sound crazy because usually it's probably not the wives coming home with a mm-hmm. game, right?
1: Hold <laughs> Let me expand on that. It was a very appropriate game. It was just some cards. It was just some ideas that you can do to spice things up a little bit. There was not, no images, no graphics, anything.
2: Yeah. Well, we're um, down with cards.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely cards. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Anyways, I think that because we haven't had that communication in that area, I think is what kind of stunned him a little bit. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: you know, Amy's like, hey, here's what I need. And, you know, we had never really openly discussed that again, just because I think she was scared to say, hey, here's what I need. Or here's, you know, me to her. Here's what I need. And so so we, you know, we ended, she ended up buying the game. And, again, I was a little kind of caught off guard, but uh, said, okay, yeah, let's, hey, let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um what we found is that it completely just opened up our communication mm-hmm. and, and just everything completely changed. Yeah. I'm like, Holy cow. This is, this is amazing. You know, I just see our communication getting better. We can yeah. openly yeah. discuss without feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how it, far
3: were you into your marriage at this point? How many, how many years had you been four
0: married? Years, about four years this ago. This was about
1: yeah. year 15. Yeah. Oh, four years ago. So year yeah. 15. Yeah. So this 15 years. Year fifteen. Four kids. Okay. Wow. And and honestly, this is where it gets into like more, um, the therapy sexual side of things, but he hadn't been taught a lot about women's bodies Mm -hmm. and I hadn't done a whole ton of research, but what I did know is that a woman has a clitoris. He didn't know anything about that. Mm -hmm. You know, just the whole anatomy, these things aren't, hadn't really been discussed in our marriage. Yeah. And there were certain things that I felt, if I could have done to me, I would enjoy intimacy, physical intimacy, even more. Absolutely. And this is where yeah. the game and being more open in communication in the bedroom took marriage to another level. Also. Wow. So yeah.
2: where do you think that you, because I mean, this is a while into your marriage, right? You've had a yeah. lot of time, and I think people even listening new married. Couples were probably be like, well, they hadn't talked about it for that long. And that's, I think, kind of normal in some ways. It's, yeah. yeah,
3: it's very normal. Why do you
2: think yeah. that is that people are so shut down around this topic? I mean, did your parents talk about it or?
0: No.
1: Neither of ours did.
0: Yeah. So, I, did, I mean, my parents never talked to me about anything. So, you know, when we came into marriage, I mean, I really didn't know anything. And I would say one of the things is I think we made it that long because we still had a we had a good relationship. It wasn't like our relationship was bad, so we made it that long because things were still okay. But I think Mm -hmm. we now recognize that it just has gone to a whole new level, and and you know our marriage went from being a good marriage to I think a great marriage. Mm -hmm. And you know obviously we're still working on it all the time, but um, I yeah I think you know there's probably. For, for some people like me, it probably was not knowing that that uh,
1: what you're missing. What
0: I'm missing or what I don't mm-hmm. know or knowing that things can be better. Right. And,
1: and, and same with women. I don't think women know how much they can enjoy it because they don't really know their bodies in a lot mm-hmm. of instances. Absolutely. That's what we find in a lot of our work
3: with couples that um, especially like you said in Christian homes, you grow up without a lot of education around sex and sexuality. And, and so, if it is,
2: it's, it's super
0: awkward. Right. We're not talked about.
1: And and where do you go to find resources that are appropriate? Mm. Like we're against pornography in our marriage. right? Right. And very against it. Yep. And so where do we find, you know, places or safe places to number one, learn ourselves, but also when our kids get to the appropriate ages to send mm. them to learn things when they're about to get married and, you know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of the the games out there and the
3: the books out there and the you know apps out there are gonna have inappropriate stuff where you know a couple might be trying to spice up their sex life, but then there's junk in there that you're like, yeah. this doesn't align with our worldview and yeah. our biblical values. Absolutely. Or they're pushing
2: yeah. you toward porn or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, uh that's not going to work for us. Well,
0: right. then if, if either of the couple isn't 100% comfortable with everything that's going to cause issues in that relationship yes. or it's going to cause, you know, whether it's, it's shown, you know, physically or emotionally versus, you know, or even mentally. I mean, if, if mm-hmm. things aren't aligned, they're good, there's going to be issues. And so right. that's a great point just to, you know, what we wanted to do is make sure that what we created was, you know, comfortable for, for everyone. And, or for couples and that can be customized to their comfort level. And we, we took a lot of thought into it, but to back up a little bit. So, you know, we were playing the game and we we're just like, man, this is, this is awesome. We just see it being a huge benefit to us. And mm-hmm. so Amy's like, we need to put this on a phone and make this an app and I'm like, Hey, let's do it. So we
1: uh-huh. marriage couples or married people or everyone's addicted to their phones already. Let's create <laughs> something they can be on their phone together and just strengthen their marriage. You know, it's a win-win. Nice. And it was nice. honestly
0: just something kind of more, I guess, selfish to like, Hey, even if no one likes this, mm-hmm. let's, let's do it. You know, we'll, 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 mar- we'll, marriage, we'll make the yeah. investment and it, if it bombs, that's, that's fine. So,
1: mm-hmm. but hold on. T- um, so I feel like our communication in every aspect of our marriage, whether it's in or out of the bedroom has Gotten so much better. Like yeah. we can literally talk about anything, anything now, and we're not scared of.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, I don't know of offending or hurting. Like we're just mm-hmm. very open with each other and very respectful. And I, I feel like that has yeah. been really, do you really think, brought.
2: Do you think that those are the, the important elements of, that communication? Because it's not just the content. You know, you could have the content. We could give you questions. You know, you could give yeah. us questions. But sometimes that doesn't work within um, a marriage just because, you know, things aren't being communicated. Did you ex- ever experience a difficulty expressing what you needed or yeah. was it always pretty fluid?
1: No, I, I, I got to that point that I was talking about where I wanted the communication to get better, but I didn't want to be the nagging wife that was like, well, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do mm-hmm. this. Like no one wants that. And I get that. So, but I was in a point where I'm running a business, dealing with kids, trying to please my husband still. I kind of let go of myself, which I've also learned that I have to give myself the time needed and I need to do better at balancing my life. I I got to that point, but communication is so important and I, I needed to have the conversations, the simple ones like honey. I need you to do the dishes. That's very attractive to me because attractive to me. I need you to do this. I need you to step up here. We are a team. Like mm-hmm. we're a team. It needs to be teamwork. And mm-hmm. those the minute I think we had that conversation and he knew I, I think most men are like, Oh, I'm totally willing to do what you need me to do. They just don't just, know. Just ask me, you know? And I was I was afraid of asking. So our communication's gotten better. I had a
2: way. question on that just that stood out because this happens in some marriages where it seems like there was a um a shift in your roles. So like, you know, you had tried a hard I'm sure Nick that you were working super hard on this job. It just wasn't panning out. That's what happens sometimes with sure. your business in life. Whereas your wife's business was just taking off and she was maintaining what was typically expected of her in her So how was that for you to have her ask those things that might not have been in your wheelhouse before? Like, was that difficult for that like role shift and that like kind of to come in and support in that way?
0: Yes and no. I mean, obviously the husband's typically supposed to be the provider, but there are situations where roles change and things like that. But I I think, as far as helping my wife out, no, you know, no issues there. Like, I, I think men are sometimes just stupid and need to be told, "Hey, this is what <laughs> I need," you know. And uh, I wasn't, I wasn't offended at all. Like, like mm-hmm. I said, I love my wife. I want to do everything I can to help her and let her know that I love her. And I think too, um, and I'm still not the best of this, but I, I also know that you know what. The, the way my wife knows that I love her is from being given things, you know, whether it's gifts or, you know, things like that. And I'm still working on that, but um trying to understand how I can show her the way that she, you know, knows that I love her. And, and I think by doing things as well. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not perfect at it, but I, I truly do love her. And um, I'm always trying to, you know, to fulfill those areas to, to help mm-hmm. her. So yeah, I guess to answer your question, yeah, I, I wasn't at all offended or anything like that. Cause I'm always looking for ways that I can, you know, show my wife that I love her. And, and uh,
3: but it did require open communication for you to make that role exactly. shift.
0: Yep. You're exactly right. Yeah.
3: So, so you guys saw a lot of change in your relationship 15 years in, you had been really good friends, you had a good marriage. Um, Sex was more of a chore. You were trying to have sex a lot. Um, but you guys were educated. And then all of a sudden, this game opened up your communication in and out of the bedroom and educated you
1: yeah. quite a bit.
3: And so you said, hey, let's start uh, an app. Let's put this on a phone. Talk to us more about how that morphed into what it
1: is today. Okay, so um, the one that we per- that I purchased... Um, I didn't like the language in it. I didn't find it within my values. So there was a lot of things that I'm like, I like the idea of it, but I want to do something different with what we believe. And so not being marriage therapists or professionals, I wanted it to come from people that were professional in that area. Um, So we have family members and friends um, that are marriage therapists that we got involved We decided to bring them in to cover all aspects of marriage, which obviously intimacy starts in the morning and goes throughout the day. It is um, spiritual, mental, um, emotional. There's so many aspects to it. And we wanted to embrace all of that into our app.
2: We'll be right back to the interview, but first we wanted to share something that we are really excited about.
1: So you know we all
3: have those times where we don't feel super connected to our spouse and we really don't know what conversations to have to get us to that connected place. And then on top of that, we're so busy that we don't prioritize those conversations.
2: And that's why we created the monthly live date night.
3: And Monthly Live Date Night is every month on a Friday night for 90 minutes, 60 minutes. It, we focus on a topic that uh, you guys pick. And then 30 minutes, we do a Q&A and it's live where we're all together asking questions and giving answers on topics related to your marriage, your intimacy and we share tools, uh, we have handouts that we call homework, because we want you to be there to listen and to soak in, but we really want you to take action in your marriage too.
2: So come join us live for the next monthly live date night. Check the link in the show notes for dates and details.
3: All right, back to the interview.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah, we did, you know, we did get the help of experts, as Amy said, and um, implemented those things in the app. And I think too, just as we've been learning and hearing from other people, a lot of the things that we've added in, in the app have been, you know, recommendations or ideas from other people as well to say, hey, you know what would be really neat? Here's what I struggle with. Here's what would help me. And so we've kind of along the way just developed the app based upon listening to to other people and what they, you know, need in their relationships. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, I mean, it's, like I said, over the past three and a half years, it's, um, you know, grown to to be you know, pretty, pretty substantial and pretty awesome. We're we're both pretty amazed that it uh, has gotten to this point and it's
1: helping so many. We people. we get
0: emails all the time of just how much it's helping people's relationships, oh, and awesome. um, which is which is what it's all about. So, I mean, we kind of just again kind of just put it together, saying, "Hey, golf, this can help our relationship. Um, that'll be great." And along the way, we've found that it's helping a lot of other people's relationships as well. So.
2: I love the fact that you guys have done this at year 15.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think that a lot of people, I mean, that's, that's farther along than us. Um, I think that a lot of people think that at year 15 with four kids and the amount of, like you guys said, yeah, we had quantity sex and intimacy, but it wasn't quality. And I love the fact that you guys were that far in and did this. And it's just a testament to say, like, you've never like finished working on yourself.
1: Yeah, you which never means arrive.
2: you work. I mean, there's no way of working on the relationship, right? It's yeah. only working on yourself
1: mm-hmm. and
2: working on intimacy, or you know, connection. like my connection with that person.
1: Well, so I, I think that we all sign up for marriage for a passionate, romantic, lifelong experience. Like we mm-hmm. all crave men and women, we both want the passion, the intimacy, the romance, and the excitement. The excitement too. We all want to feel that and we want it all the time. And so we hit these different stages of life and marriage. And there's always a way to bring that back in if we put our spouse as the priority in our life.
2: So well said. So how would... So you built this app. How would you advise... um, a spouse that's not feeling like they're they've achieved you know their their you know idea of what their marriage should be and they feel like there's room to grow how how do you think or what is the best way maybe you've heard or would advise a couple to take this to their spouse and open the conversation for the first time?
0: I'll answer what I think and I think you just hit it right on the head, which is uh, open up the conversation i think i think if if you were able to have an open and honest conversation with each other. Um, it can solve a lot of things. I think a lot of the problems, people or couples or us included having marriage is when the communication there's, there's a breakdown or some, you know, maybe I close up or something. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. We had uh, someone email us the other day and say, Hey, you know, here's what I'm struggling with in my marriage. How do I, you know, how, how, do you suggest this helps? And, you know, that was kind of my advice, you know, take it for what it's worth. But I think, you know, the whole purpose of the app is to uh, open up the communication again, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, just again, from our, at least our experience when the communication opened up uh, just changed everything. And so, you know, now we're able to talk about everything and, you know, our marriage in, in my eyes anyways, is like, I think most people, you know, they start out their marriage when they're newlywed and it's great. And then over time, it kind of maybe dwindles. Mm. I look at our kind of the opposite. Like our marriage was amazing at first, but the more we implement things and get to know each other and the communications are like, I'm, you know, I fall in more and more in love with her every single day. And I can't Mm. imagine the love that I'm going to have with Amy in 20 years from now or 30 Mm. years from now. Um, I just feel like our relationship just continues to get better and better every single day. So.
1: I think it very simple steps. I think that people think that, oh, I have to change our whole life or make these big, huge changes to just fix the little things. Um, I think sitting down with your spouse and saying, I'm bored or the excitement's kind of gone and just being honest or mm-hmm. not doing the things that you did when we are dating. And that really, I miss that. Or what, what do you need for me to get back to the excitement level that we both want to be at? Let's have this honest conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a personal situation. My husband's going to so laugh, I'm <laughs> sharing it. Here we are. We've been married 18 and a half years. And a couple weeks ago, I was kind of upset about something really stupid, (laughs) stupid to him, but it was really important to me. Okay. And instead of just like ignoring it and just letting, you know, just fine, I'm just not even going to bring it up anymore. I said, this is bugging me. This is really, really bugging me. And it was Christmas lights. I wanted them on my house. (laughs) 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 I know that's so silly, but it's... Oh, I'm, it 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay? Yes.
2: So we never argue about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I argument. that I our first five years of marriage, that was the only argument we had. And it was every December. <laughs> and I finally, I finally got to a point where I'm like, fine, I'll put them up myself. Or I'll pay to get it done. Or... But even putting them up myself was kind of like heartbreaking to me. I'm like, why can't you just jump on board? Get a little Christmas spirit. It means a lot to me. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we've, you know, we've done some simple little lights or whatever the past couple of years. And I looked at him this year and I said, I just want you to know how much this simple little act of service, it'll take us a few hours on Saturday, mm-hmm. but it means the world to me. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I was no. like, it means the world to me. And he's like, he could see it and he's like, holy cow, like that really does mean the world to me or to you. And I'm like, could you please, could you please just give me a few hours on Saturday? And I know you hate doing it. I know you hate holding a ladder or climbing the ladder. I know that you hate it, but mm-hmm. I've done a lot of stuff that I hate for you Yeah. and that's what marriage is. And it would mean a lot to me. And he's like, I, I will absolutely do that. And I am so sorry I've had a bad attitude. That all it took. And he took me straight to the store. We bought some beautiful lights. We spent all day Saturday together. I told him <laughs> when he was on top of the roof, I said, you have never been more attractive to me ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But I think people realize that you have to be open. You got to quit being closed up and you need to have those honest conversations yes. with each other. It really is that simple. And when he comes to me and says, this means a lot to me, whether it's turn off your phone and let's go cuddle for a couple hours mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is or cancel this or let's do, you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's so easy. Just talk to each other. That's, yes. that's what the whole app is about. It's just talking to each other. So good. I
2: love it.
1: <laughs> so actually
3: let's, let's dive into what the app is about. A lot of it is conversation starters, talking to each other, uh, opening up that communication. Talk a little bit more about what else is in the app. Um, because you guys have so many uh, aspects of this app that I think would be helpful to a lot of Christian couples.
0: yeah, one of the things we wanted to do, which is educate people. So mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, I didn't know anything. I didn't know where she wanted to be touched. I didn't know, I mean, I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And so we felt like if we could educate people and put things in there that could educate the husband or educate the wife, here's what you know, here's what your wife needs. here's what your husband needs, here's why, and really educate people that would help, uh, create the change maybe that is needed, um, mm-hmm. or intimacy and, and, and things like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have a lot of great resources in there with different articles uh. for professionals. We have you know, a section on anatomy that, uh, kind of teaches a little bit more. Yes. About that.
3: I love that section. Cause that's, what's yeah. missing in a lot of young Christian couples. A lot of newlyweds have no idea about the female anatomy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the male, the male anatomy, but especially the female. anatomy. Yeah. Yep. Well,
1: we've got these amazing hidden parts that no one knows about. And if you don't learn about it, you're missing out for a lot of years. You
3: yes. are. Amen, sister.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew that women could enjoy it as much as men, if not more? It's more because of the more. way more nerve endings they that women learn. have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most men don't know that. Let's educate the men so that us women are craving it as bad as them yeah no, amazing I think, marriage
0: i think too you know in a relationship like like there's nothing more a, a husband would like than to be able to take care of his wife you know intimately mm-hmm. and, and make, yes. make her happy and so right. i think a lot of including myself early on like i didn't know i didn't know how to do that i mean mm-hmm. you know
1: it's a it's, it's always a learning, a learning experience thing. you yep. know yep.
0: but i understand a lot more i'm able to focus my attention on taking care of her and
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: I, in our relationship, you know, I'm, I focus on taking care of her and focusing yeah. on her before anything else. Mm.
1: Yes. And
2: that's how marriage gets better.
1: Yeah. I,
2: I think that's, that's, that's the key. I mean, you know, like you said a little bit ago, you can't dream of how marriage could get better in your first year, right? You're like, Oh my goodness, how could it get better in this? I, that, that doesn't make sense. But now we're here how many years later and it can get better, but it's through this desire to please the other person. It's through the the being available yep. and ha- having that desire to talk about these things openly and say, this is what I need. This is what I want more of or less of. Mm-hmm. And this is what creates that dynamic. Okay, 15, 18 years later, we're at this place that like, yeah, it is way better because I, be- I have more knowledge about you. I. I learn how to meet you in a way that no one else can do in the re- In the world, I'm the only person that can learn these things about you. And what a pleasure, what a, what an honor.
0: Yeah, so true. And I think, I think too, you know, I know a lot of people out there are just struggling with different things in their relationship or marriage. And I, I can honestly say that if we didn't have what we had, you know, there's a good chance we could have been divorced just because true. of some of the uh, other the trials or struggles that we've dealt with, but I really think that uh, we've been able to go through things that maybe most couples wouldn't have been able to because of the relationship and trying to re- make our relationship the most important thing. And, um, and, and again, I think, you know, again, I think the, the app um, has taken, taken our relationship to a, a whole different level as well. So, and I think it can, I think it can truly help a lot of people.
3: I agree.
2: So One last question. Probably. (laughs) So you guys said, uh, I remember a little bit ago, you said something about you um, scheduled your date night once a week. It sounded like, like that was kind of a turning point for you guys. Like we're going to prioritize it. That's kind of what it looked like for you. Maybe, Maybe in other ways too, but is that where you do a lot of your questioning and like having a good time and developing the relationship? I know it's outside of that date too, but um, how do you prioritize that day and what do you do on it? Like what's your priority there?
1: Um, so we're kind of in a different situation where we were when we hit that point. Um, mm-hmm. our kids are all in school now. We both work full-time from home. A lot of it, our time is on this. So, um, our date nights now are, We do try to keep them strictly more about us, try to take out the business because it is business conversations a lot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep. I have to remind him of that, like tonight's about (laughs) us, but we're, we're different than most couples because we're together all the time. Most people, I, most people, I don't know would enjoy that, but we love it. it. Well, I think during COVID, a lot of couples are together all the time. Or
2: more (laughs) than normal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A lot of friends that husbands usually travel and now they're home. Oh, yeah. and marriages have really, really struggled. And mm. so, you know, I get that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're maybe a little bit different. Like we, you know, we go to lunch together, you know, two or three times a week. We mm-hmm. shower a lot of the time together and just talk like we mm-hmm. love being together with each other. So we, you know, it's just.
1: We have a lot more time than an average couple has to discuss these things. Sure. But I don't think it takes a lot of time to discuss these things. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that you can do it any night. I think that couples should turn off the TV, turn off the phone, put the kids to bed
0: unless the apps on the phone.
1: Unless you're buying the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So I got to put it down. That's well, true. and I
3: think what you're saying Amy is it's a matter of priority. It's saying, yeah, yeah we could be lazy and just scroll Instagram tonight mm-hmm. or we could put that away and focus on each other and actually spend time on the app or going through a game or having these crucial conversations for our marriage.
2: Right. And and for those people too, that are thinking, how could these people honestly focus on each other or be that curious about each other for that amount of time? I think an element too that, that should be like said is the fact that you guys are working shoulder to shoulder on things too you have a common goal and purpose and mission yeah which exactly. which infuses energy and life into what you're doing and then at some point during that week you guys decide to turn face to face and have a conversation and be curious about each other
0: yeah you're you were you spot on exactly we do uh all of our goals are are really the same as far as like business and you know different things we do as far as that aspect and then you know, so we, we do have to separate the different things, but we do all have common goals and pretty much everything we're doing. Like you said, you hit it right on the head.
3: Well, we are going to be wrapping things up and, um, we're going to go into our dear young married couple letters soon. Um, before we do that, actually any other resources that you would recommend to folks, we're going to link the ultimate intimacy app here in the show notes, um, or in the description, if you're, Um, listening to this elsewhere, but um, we wanted to hear from you. Any other uh, resources that we should link for folks?
0: Yeah, I think, well, I think just the whole app in general, you know, we have uh, conversation starters, which is a great way to just start conversations. We have a bunch of different topics and different subjects that can just get great conversations going. And you'll find out that there's probably a lot about your spouse that maybe you didn't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have a a tremendous amount of resources and different articles that people can learn and read. And, yeah. uh, we have the bedroom game, which is pretty much where the app started
1: huh. Uh, fully customized. Yeah. It
0: can be fully customized to, uh, fit each other's comfort levels. So, you know, if something's not comfortable, you can make sure it doesn't show up again and okay. really, really mm-hmm. customize that game.
2: Nice. Nice. So like warm, hot, and spicy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. You're exactly right. And uh, it is
1: like Spotify. Like there's certain things that a lot of couples will and won't, won't do or find boring or find too much. You can go in and you can mark exactly what you want in your game to your comfort level. So okay. for anybody, that's cool. For example, that's
0: cool. Amy and I, Amy will take the phone and she'll say, okay, here's what I'm feeling like tonight and mark a bunch of things. And I don't know what she's marking and. Oh, fun.
1: Maybe, and yeah. then you both
0: you then turn get on the game
1: experience and, that you want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> both turn on the game and, you know, nice. be able to experience that. And that's
1: cool.
3: Yeah. So, Love
0: yeah. it. Yeah. We've got a great uh, intimate chat feature and um, we also have a product section.
3: Um, we have
1: lots of resources and products that we recommend on the app that you nice. find. And I've seen that you've also featured
3: a lot of the authors and um, speakers that we've had on the podcast in your yeah. in app. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's, and they're professionals sharing, um, you know, very clinically tough. sound resources.
1: Correct.
0: Yep. And then the final section is uh, we have a position section, which are non-graphic, but um, you know, are, are very helpful for a lot of couples and yeah.
1: New stuff.
0: D- different things. And so I love
3: that they're non-graphic. Cause I think that's a lot of the struggle that people run into when they're trying to get, you know, spice up their sex life and try new positions, but then the resources that they see are too graphic. And so that's yeah. a struggle. Yeah. So I love that, that, you yeah, know, your app helpful. offers that.
0: Yeah. We've worked with Christian friendly sex positions on that. So we got to give a shout out to them and they've been
1: nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Us use those, and so, yeah, we, we hope that uh, the app is, you know, able to bless a lot of people's marriages and bring their relationships closer and love Great. hearing those stories. So and
1: I think my last piece of advice would just be to shut it all off. Sometimes turn off your phones, turn all the technology off, just focus on each other and talk to each other. That's where it all begins. And for that, you don't need any resources. You mm. just need, each other. and you just need to put your spouse as the top priority -hmm. And it all works itself out. So that's good. I love
2: that.
3: All right. Well, we will link that in the show notes for sure. Um, So at the end of every podcast, we we close it out by asking you guys to write a letter to a young married couple. And so it goes like this: Dear young married couple, and then
1: fill in the blank. Um, Dear married young couple, my advice for you would be to realize that um, physical intimacy comes after the spiritual, the mental, and the emotional closeness of the two of you, and to make your marriage the very top priority in your life, learn how to communicate, and learn how to be honest and respectful to each other, and you will have years and years of an amazing, passionate, trustworthy, and transparent love between the two of you.
2: I don't. Even, I don't even know how to follow that. Up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe just put a period.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Love so you're that. gonna you're gonna have her just share your advice for the both of you then.
2: Yeah,
0: she did awesome. I. She yeah. did. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's great. What? Well, you guys, this has been awesome. We're excited to send folks your way to download the app. It is a free app. It, it
0: is. is a- yes. Download. It is a free download uh, with uh, paid upgrades. So,
3: okay. And people can find that in the um, Apple um, store, their app store, or in, uh, is it also in like an Android
1: store? Yep.
0: It is, yep. And Both Google on Play. Apple and Google Play, uh, just okay. under Ultimate Intimacy app. And okay.
1: um, you can also go to ultimateintimacy.com to look into it before you download it. Yeah. Oh, great. Honestly. Okay. We'll link that
3: oh. as well.
0: We also do a lot of fun giveaways and different things like that to where we give away date nights to people. And so people can also Ooh. offer opportunities to win those date nights. Is that
1: on your
3: website or on
1: Instagram? Um, usually on Instagram, um, at ultimate intimacy app. Okay. Awesome.
3: Ultimate intimacy app. And, um, if you guys want to get in contact, um, with Nick and Amy, you can also email Amy at amy at ultimate Perfect.
1: Perfect. All yeah. right.
2: Awesome. Well, Nick and Amy, it's been a pleasure meeting you and talking with you and getting your advice. And thank you so much too for all the um, energy that you've poured into helping other couples.
1: Thank you for all you guys do.
0: Yeah, you as well. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to be able to visit with you today.
1: Oh,
3: thanks, guys. Thank you,
2: guys. All right, friends. We really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation. And if you want help, if you want personal guidance,
3: Dear Young Married Couple, and we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw.